0: Hey y'all, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am really excited for this episode. Every year I talk about this topic and every year is a little different. It always is changing, right? It's always changing and we are always responding here to what's changing. But I love to talk about the holidays. I believe that the holidays are such a good opportunity to practice all the things that we say we really want in our life. It's so good to practice boundaries and practice going toward what we want instead of what we think we have to do or are supposed to do. The holidays kind of bring up all the baggage. (laughs) And so they're just a really good time to practice and get some like emotional muscle, I guess, is the best way to think of it so today we're going to talk about the thanksgiving holidays in the u.s if you're not in the u.s don't worry the holidays will be upon you soon enough, and this episode will definitely pay off. You could also run a little experiment over the course of a weekend. But the reason I like this episode to come out before Thanksgiving is because Thanksgiving's like this little practice run, and this year it's kind of close to December, but it gives us a little time before the madness of December to just practice going after what we want, and practice claiming what we want, and practice resting when the world is going at a million miles per hour, or whatever it is that's most resonant to us. So associated with this episode, I've actually made you a Thanksgiving food planner, If you're looking for the December holiday one, don't worry, it's coming out, but it's going to be released at our live event, which is called your best holiday season ever. And if you haven't heard it's December 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and I highly recommend you go grab your seat. It is free. You're welcome. You can upgrade if you can't attend live. And we just ask that you really look at your calendar and you make the space you can. We are giving it away, but really asking you to practice showing up for yourself and just know that we have to ask for the amount of seats of people who sign up. So a couple of days before, we're going to make the call for how many seats we need to reserve um, to be able to give you this amazing experience, and we're going to go get them. So keep that in mind when you sign up. But this is my biggest joy and pleasure is to teach at this time of year. Because again, I really do think it's a, such a good time to practice all the things that will take us so far in life. And so it's a good time to practice, especially as many of us are thinking about Does anyone still talk about resolutions? I feel like in my world, I don't even hear that word anymore. If you do, I would love you to transfer over to goals. (laughs) And I just feel like this is a time of year where we're thinking about our 2022 goals, what we really want for the year, um, how we want that to be at home, in our relationships, with our bodies, at our work, in our work, building businesses, making money, I mean, travel now, maybe if COVID gets better, all these things that we just dream about. It's such a great time to do this dreaming and be living a life that can really lead us toward that dream. And I say all this because I have found in the past that the holidays have really fought my dreams. I want energy and I go eat and drink to oblivion only to like, be like on January 1st, oh my gosh, I need to get my life back. Or um, I have a big business goal. And then the kids are home for two weeks. And I also really have this goal about making magic for them, but I haven't really made time for either. And so I just find it's a really good time, really good time to get clear about time, a really good time to get clarity and to make plans and to really take impeccable care of ourselves, which seems so anti-intuitive to what we've probably been conditioned to do during the holidays. I mean, as as women and as mothers, I feel like we take care of everybody during the holidays, except maybe us. And I'm here to really change that story as are many of my colleagues. So this event, Your Best Holiday Season Ever, is really going to respond to all of that. And I have invited the most amazing guests. I'm so excited for you to learn from them. And if you've been to our events before, this one's actually a little bit different. So first of all, it's definitely going to be part of a day. If you're in East Coast time, it's from 12 to 5, so it's not the whole day. It is a good chunk of the day, but it's not the whole day. And different time zones, it will be different parts of your day. So it's five hours for three days in a row. We will give you some things you could think about doing during the other times. We will also, of course, give you a really yummy menu that we've created in partnership with the amazing testmasters. Masters. And the idea behind these three days are to really just get you feeling so nurtured, and so ready for 2022. We'll give you lots of tools that you can use throughout the holidays. But the event itself should make you feel really relaxed. And then we'll give you lots of tools so that you're really resourced, you really got what you need to make this your best holiday season ever. That's the whole point of it, right? And your best holiday season ever is going to bridge you into your best year ever. Because that's the place, like that's the disconnect we usually make. We usually make this huge divide between our best year ever and the holiday season. And so we're going to really create this beautiful bridge Into the next year, and I'm so excited for this. So, make sure that you go grab your ticket so that I get enough spots, and that when everybody goes to sign in, they can. That's my wish for you. Oh, I know I was saying that it's going to be different than usual because it is for five hours each day, live. Our teachers will all be live. Um, We have a whole bunch of other exciting things that we're going to. unveil during this event, including a really cool discussion area that is not on Facebook. We usually do it on Facebook, then we did it once on Instagram. And now we're just doing something totally different because um, I don't know, I just didn't want it to depend on either of those two platforms. So there's just a lot of really cool stuff happening that's just going to help you to really make it your own and to connect with other amazing humans um, and be able to ask all the questions that you need to ask of all the teachers, including me. So go grab your ticket for that. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be in December. So the reason I'm pressing go on this episode is because if you live in the US, Thanksgiving obviously comes before that event. And I want you to have what you need for that day too. So if you go to the show notes of this episode, That's actually another great way to figure out how to sign up for your best holiday season ever. And there'll also be a download there so that you can have your Thanksgiving meal planner um, all updated for this year and actually a little bit different because I'm thinking of things a little bit differently this year. So here's some of the things that I want you to think about when you're thinking about planning your Thanksgiving. And if you're like, well, Mia, it's already planned. Like I told my mother, I was going to her house or we made this trip and we're going here, or we always do the same thing every year. Hear me out because I think that there's little pieces that you could take from this, which might help you really feel like it's serving you instead of just everybody else. So I think that that's just really important and listen to this, listen to what one of our, um, one of my favorite people in life, Kelly Grimes um, is somebody who she's just a great friend, but she's also been um, an amazing part of this community and all my events. And she will be teaching at your best holiday season ever. But she wrote a book called the art of self-nurturing and I'm just going to tell you the quote that she started her her holiday chapter with, which isn't even her own. It's by um, L.R. Nost, I think is how you say the name. And it says, taking care of yourself doesn't mean me first. It means me too. And I love that. I love that idea because I think that we have this notion as women that if we take care of ourselves, we're actually like leaving all the other people behind or not taking care of them. And, you know, I've said this for years, but I have to say in the past year when I had a kid who needed so much more support than I've ever knew I was possible of even giving, um, I had to take impeccable care of myself. And actually, that's the premise behind Kelly's book. The reason she got so good at self nurturing is she had a kid who had a whole bunch of um, health issues. And she had to learn how to take care of herself in order to take care of her daughter. And I really found the same thing this year. So I can say without a doubt, (laughs) that taking care of ourselves is key in really taking care and loving and nurturing others. So if you feel like the reason you don't take good care of yourself is because you have a story about really being a nurturer, this might just take it to the next level, I have to say. So in the what I want you to think about when you're thinking about your holidays or in this case, your Thanksgiving is how do I want to feel? Start there You know, we start a lot of times with what it looks like, but start with how you want to feel because a lot of times when we see like the Martha Stewart article on Thanksgiving or the Real Simple magazine cover on Thanksgiving, we see something that looks perfect in our minds, but it's actually not how it looks that we're responding to. It's how what it looks like is actually making us feel. And this is what Thanksgiving taught me 12 years ago, I think it was 12 years ago that I totally overhauled my food and overhauled our Thanksgiving. And I will link to p- past episodes, because I've told I feel like I've told this story a lot. So I'm not going to dwell on it too much in this episode. Um, but basically, the short story is that when I changed the way I ate, and my kid, I had three kids that were really young, and I had changed the way I ate, like in the summer of this year, I forget what year it was, but it was like 12 years ago. And I guess I could do the math, but I'm not going to do it while I'm recording this podcast. And so I was kind of new to a new way of showing up to my health when Thanksgiving hit, because I had sort of changed my food in probably May or April. And so I was like six months in. And when I got to Thanksgiving, I, I was far enough in that, like, I knew I didn't want the old way But I was still having this disconnect of like, well, gosh, what does that mean about me that I don't want the way that it's always been? And I felt myself being really judgy about that. And then one morning, I woke up and I was just like, you know what, we're just going to make it different. Like it's about gratitude. So let me just ask the kids who were really little at this point, I have to warn you of that. (laughs) Let me ask the kids what they want things like what what they would want to eat, like what would make them so happy and grateful if we made it at home. And this is what I got. And, and mind you, I also have to remind you that my middle child who was probably like five at the time, maybe even four had really bad food allergies. So she couldn't eat everything, including most of the time bread, unless I got her really special bread. So I'll start with her. She was like, bread, (laughs) I want to make bread. And she went to a school where they made bread all the time, but she could never eat it. And so to her, it was really special that she would have bread that she could eat. So I was like, all right, check, bread. And then my son, who was two years older, he was like, sushi. I've always wanted to make sushi. So I was like, all right, sushi. And then my little daughter, who was like new to even words, I'm trying to think of what she said. I think she might have said salad, even though that sounds really weird. But she said salad, and then my husband was like, we need pie. So that first year, I was like, okay, how do we put this all together? And what I decided was something else that I had grown up with was this needing to have everything ready for the guests to come. So the first thing I decided was, what if I just let go of the fact that there needs to be guests. Because the idea of being invited somewhere, or needing to have people at my house, like needing it to feel like what I saw in those magazine pages, really put a lot of pressure on me. I'm an introvert. like I love just being with my husband and my family. And I find that Thanksgiving falls at a time that's like super busy. So it's the first day that it's like, we could just sleep in. Sometimes somebody has a cold at Thanksgiving. Like, I just feel like what we used to do about like getting in the car and driving three or four hours somewhere and eating food that at that point I didn't want to eat. Like it just literally didn't even serve Our lives are what we wanted. So, one of the first things I said was, let's just make it us. And it felt so good to make that choice in advance. And I'm going to tell you in a second how it actually evolved. But that was the choice I made a couple weeks before Thanksgiving when I was starting to think about what it would look like just us. And then the other choice I made was, you know what? Like, I know that usually Thanksgiving is one meal that everyone sits down to, and maybe we'll sit down at some point in the day. But like, what if we take all these choices that the kids are having, and by the way, they were little, so they kept adding choices like day by day. So I just had this sort of list, and then eventually we made a call of what the day would actually look like. We did make bread. But the bread, to make it gluten-free and dairy-free and good, pretty much took like half the day. And it was so fun. Like, there was no one we were having to cook for. So I think our first meal of the day wasn't until like 1130 and it was literally just bread, bread and dairy free butter. Like that's, that's what the first meal was. And I think then we moved on to sushi and had sushi by about four 30. And, you know, then there was some pies that had either one had come into our house. One I was at the time I was raw vegan. So probably I didn't eat the bread, but, um, then the we I had made I remember I had made like a raw vegan cheesecake, I had gone all crazy on on wanting to make desserts, because it was the first day that I like, understood that I didn't have to work all day. And so I had a lot of fun making, just making food, which wasn't something that was part of my upbringing, you know, the food, the spread of a holiday was always about having other people be able to enjoy a meal with you and it was less about the making of the food so it was a really important sort of transition for me in appreciating food and so so that's what I actually ended up happening on the day a couple days before the day um I was just having a conversation with a couple of friends who were single and didn't have kids and didn't have family and I was like, hey just, come over at the end of the day, we're going to have a fire. I know I'm going to make all these desserts, like I'm not going to make you Thanksgiving dinner, but just like come over and have some, have some dessert. I really didn't say I don't think I said anything about the timing or anything. So, you know, we'd had our bread, (laughs) we'd had some sushi, we'd had this wonderful day, sort of by the fire and in the kitchen and with the kids running around and playing, we'd gone outside. I just remember feeling just the ultimate sense of freedom on this day, which was Thanksgiving, which was not a day that I normally felt the ultimate sense of freedom. And then at about five, it got dark and we were sitting by the fire and the doorbell rang. And I think it was like three people came over. And one of my great friends, Kate was there and she brought her knitting um, and she played with the kids and it's funny. Kate's the one who I remember. I don't remember who else came, but I, I remember there was more than just Kate there. And we were just like all kind of like it was almost like kids parallel playing. We were just hanging out and knitting and talking. And there was a fire and there was some food. And I remember that I felt really good. And it was like five in the afternoon, which was not an experience. Like I didn't, I don't, I never felt good on Thanksgiving. This was the first year that i had realized i couldn't have gluten or dairy like cuz i had changed my food in you know the the spring before this thanksgiving so this was the first year that i really honored what my body wanted me to feed her and so i felt like really good and i just remember just all this energy and happiness and freedom And my kids at the time, um, one of them still is there, but at the time, all three were, or I guess the two older ones, because the younger one was a baby, um, went to a Waldorf school. And at this time of year, they had a lantern walk at school. So in their classes, they made these paper lantern. And then there was this night that we went after school and we... Um, lit the lanterns, and you know, you go on this procession with the with the kindergarten class and the, and the nursery class on on this one November night that was before Thanksgiving. So these lanterns were out in our house. And I remember um, someone saying, I can't remember if it was a kid or Kate, that we should go on a lantern walk. So it got dark at like 5:30, and we were having these yummy treats, and we were knitting and reading and talking. And we ended up going on this lantern walk in the dark with the kids with the lanterns and like singing. It was just pure joy. That's what I remember about that Thanksgiving. It was pure joy. And so ever since then, I've really focused on in the holidays, you know, what is this year's version of pure joy? And, you know, they stayed kind of similar for a couple of years there. And now I have teenagers and, and what brings pure joy is, is different. And this year actually feels like it's going to be different than any other year in terms of the whole holiday scheme. During this Thanksgiving, there's college applications happening, so it's a different vibe. And it just feels, but it, it feels I'm determined that it always can feel really good. And now my kids are used to being asked about this time, you know, what 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 are we making on Thanksgiving day? Somehow we always have like a world theme. So we've done a lot of Asian food on Thanksgiving. We've made dumplings, we've made sushi, we've made spring rolls. A couple of years in, you know, word got out that we had this kind of Thanksgiving and we ended up you know, inviting a lot of expats getting together and, and partaking in this Thanksgiving. So it hasn't always been us alone, but it's always been just what we needed, just like what what we needed in that moment. And that's what I'm really committed to. What do we need right now? And interestingly, this year, we need quiet again. Um, you know, the kids are doing amazing and it's busy and I have three teens and there's a lot of late nights and there's a lot of homework um and there's not a lot of like quiet moments for game nights and movies and fires and I can tell that's what everyone's craving. And so it'll be like that again. It'll be like back to the early years. I don't think anyone would still go on a lantern walk with me, but that's okay. It's cool. We'll have our equivalent of that this year, whatever that is. And it just helps to respond. Now, this year, one thing that's coming up that I will say, which is so interesting, is that my, my, my family, like my siblings and my parents and my cousins are all traveling and gathering in New Orleans, which is where I'm from. A lot of them gather every year because they're from there, but more people are going. And so there's a piece of that that's hard that can be hard that everyone's meeting somewhere and I'm not. But as long as I stay grounded and centered, I can come, like, I can still come to this place of, like, I'm actually choosing this, right? And if I wasn't choosing this, if I was a little bit more unconscious, I probably would be on a plane or, like, knowing my family, we would have driven to New Orleans. And that really wouldn't have served us. (laughs) at all. So it's really about that's why it is about choosing, even though sometimes I think we say, or we have this thought that choosing is selfish. I want to say that sometimes choosing is really nurturing. So that is like the background. Now, for a lot of us, Thanksgiving is about food. So the planner that I made you starts off with really asking you how you want to feel, which I think is how I got ended up on that whole tangent. And so you need to decide how you want to feel and what that looks like. These are all the questions that are in this planner. What does it look like to feel that way? Who's around you when you feel that way? Um, And some of the details you might not be able to change. But the question of how I want to feel is really important. Because even if you have plans that might not be like your first choice, in making you feel that way, you still have the opportunity to show up to the traditional family Thanksgiving and feel a new way. So I would offer that to anyone who already has plans that you're already dreading. Decide how you want to feel and then see what you need to bring into it in order to feel that way. It's really powerful, okay? So that is the first part of the planner. The second and major part of the planner is the food because Thanksgiving if not Halloween, starts this holiday food thing that we somehow get, you know, sucked into, um, which for many of us, we've made choices that are different, and make us feel really good. And then the holidays come, and we feel like we're missing out, or we feel bad if we say no to something, or, It's just we're not well-planned enough, so we end up in situations with food that we don't want to eat. And so the planner is really about responding to that. If you're in, you know, home with your family and you have to make food for Thanksgiving and the weekend to follow, the planner does include all that because I find we always focus on the holiday and we forget that we have to eat the day before and the day after and all that. So if you're in charge of it, then... Making a plan right now is so empowering because you might decide to make some soup next weekend and freeze extra so you can take it out the day after Thanksgiving or the dinner before. Or you might decide to order a pie that you really want and don't want to make, right? So whatever it is... you can make a plan that will. you can start acting on or just even the knowing of what you're eating is sometimes really powerful. So if that's your situation, you can do that in the planner. If your situation is that you're going somewhere, and everything feels a little bit more out of control and that makes you nervous then you can use the food planner to really decide what you're going to do so it's less about your family and more about you how are you going to show up to all the different festivities and what are you going to feed yourself like what will leave you feeling really good and you can do what you can choose whatever you want I really don't believe that there's a right or wrong answer but I do understand and have seen it many a times with myself and with clients that when you choose in advance, you're more likely to choose from the side of your brain that is intuitive and wise and has your best interests at heart. And when you're choosing right in the moment, you're more likely to be sort of in fight or flight mode, you're more likely to pull on conditioning that might may or may not serve you. And you're more likely to make choices that then you somehow might come to regret later. So you could choose today that you're going to eat whatever the hell you want on Thanksgiving, and. What I would recommend is if something comes up about that, but who am I to eat whatever the hell I want on Thanksgiving? Then do the work now in advance. Like, do the work in advance to feel really good by the time it comes, by the time the day comes. Like, see how you can show yourself that you're worthy of doing whatever you want, eating whatever you want on Thanksgiving. That's fine. And see if you can get there. If that's not what you want, like, if what you want is to, you know, stick to the healthy eating that you've been doing. And maybe you've been gluten free for six months, or maybe you haven't had alcohol in two months, then make a plan that leaves you feeling really well, really good on the, on the day when you're going somewhere else. So let's say that like your family really enjoys wine and you haven't had alcohol then put on your plan to bring a kombucha and put on your list and go get it and have it in your bag and pour the kombucha in a beautiful glass right before you sit down for dinner, right? If um, you like are good with all the stuff, but and you know that like, you'll easily be able to stick to your gluten free ways if that's what you're doing. um, Because you don't even like stuffing anyway. So you'll just eat big salad and the turkey and all the roasted veggies or whatever is being had, then great, then put that on your plan, you know, it's all there. And maybe what you feel what starts to feel really icky is that you can't have the desserts and you always feel like you're deprived and you don't want to feel deprived on Thanksgiving. Well, then buy yourself a piece of gluten free pie or bake one and bring it for everybody. You all everyone loves healthy food. (laughs) Just Bring it! Like there's so many good recipes. Um, you can. W- we're gonna create an amazing menu plan for um, the your best holiday season ever event, so that everyone's eating really clean for those three days. And I think I said this at the beginning. And Test Masters is creating the menu, so just like Google her, like Google, and she has so many good dessert recipes. Um, Google gluten free vegan cake or pie recipes, you'll find so many amazing things um, and bring something that everybody can enjoy if that's your thing. So just decide what you want. If if you know that like you'll eat well if you have a big salad, but like there's never salad in the spread, bring a big salad for everyone to enjoy. People will appreciate this, right? If you're going away for the whole weekend, and that really stresses you out, then plan for the whole weekend, Um, decide what you're going to do, go shopping right when you get there and buy stuff for smoothies, or pack the granola that makes you feel really good and buy berries when you get there, you know, bring in the car your Vitamix if you're driving somewhere or buy your favorite nut milk. There's so many things you can even like order online and get delivered. So there's really it's really easy these days to get the food you need wherever you are. And the one thing that I would say about holidays, that I think sometimes we forget, um, and that I've alluded to a few times, is that sometimes during holidays, generosity, I mean, always generosity feels really good. So if you're feeling out of alignment about feeding yourself really well, and watching other family members possibly not, first of all, get over it. But second of all, the philosophy of making a pie that everybody can eat, including you, is really a great one and feels really good. So that if you're having that thought, that's what I would recommend you doing. Making that big salad everyone's going to love. Making that pie everyone's going to love. Share the food that you love. Most people will also love it, okay? I think we spend a lot of time thinking that we're going to be judged, and that's just not necessarily true. Um, We have some great past episodes that talk about um, making food, planning for food that I will link to in the show notes. Um, I've definitely done interviews with Tess about this topic. We had a great interview with Angela of Angela's Kitchen about this. So we will link to some of those in the show notes so that you have even more um, uh, tools to, to do this. So deciding what you want to eat is a big one during the holidays and really empowering. And just remember, it's just all planning is, is deciding in advance. It doesn't mean that you're being rigid or strict or anything. It's just giving you time to decide and process anything that needs to be processed and giving ourselves permission to do this during the holiday season is really quite helpful. So the last thing that I'll share, which is not part of the planner, but I'm just going to share it because we're doing a podcast about Thanksgiving holiday, is a lot of times, as I said, we, you know, especially with food, we plan for that one day, which in this case is Thanksgiving. So in the planner, I do share all the days. But the other thing that happens during that weekend is Black Friday, which I think y'all get in all the countries, even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I think it's the thing that, you know, the U.S. has passed on, and I apologize for that. So pay attention. If you're somebody who, you know, really has that shiny object syndrome thing, which I have I, for sure, it's it's really important to acknowledge so I'm right there with you. Um, and I think a lot of us who don't might not have it at other times of year, many people get it during this time of year. So just be aware of that. You know, um, a lot of times what I've done in years past, and actually I've brought you all into it, is that I have um, hosted a advent calendar making workshop on Black Friday, it's just sort of my way in grounding myself into just like landing in the season, and not getting swept up in all the shopping and all that kind of stuff. And this year, I'm needing to just really take that long weekend. So I'm going to give myself permission to do that you will if you're on our email list. So if you're not get on it. Um, You will get an email and also if you sign up for the event if you sign up for the best holiday season ever event, you will get a training about how to do that tool. You do not have to have little kids to do it. You actually don't have to have kids. Last year was fascinating. There was two people who were in Flow 365 who did it as like retired humans. Um, they did it with their spouse and they both said it was really restorative. So I just talk you through this alternative um, countdown to Christmas or the new year depending on you know what you're wanting to celebrate but it's basically using you know the the advent calendar where you like open the door and sometimes there's a chocolate behind it or sometimes people give presents and this is more about creating thoughts for each day that really help focus you in the way that you've decided you want to feel for the holiday season Um, so it's it's like a planning tool except it's a fun crafty one that you get to do and it really does work for everyone. And every year, I think I'm going to let go of it because my kids are too old. And then things happen, like people in flow do it who don't have kids. And then my kids are like, mama, where's the calendar? So it's something that I don't think is going away anytime soon. Um, And so I will have created it and record that for you before Black Friday. So back to Black Friday. So I'm going to pretty much go offline that day we have this tradition in our house that we read everybody gets a book the day before thanksgiving um these days that means from the library or a kindle because i have all these environmentalists in my house it used to be that i ordered everyone a book on amazon um which still feels really decadent to me but to no one else in my house they all are trying to save the planet with paper which i 100 honor and love and probably should you know wonder why I still have the inclination to buy books on Amazon, but here we are. <laughs> and so we we all get a book and we spend the day really reading. We light a fire. We have a dog now, so we have to walk the dog. Like That gets us outside, but it's just a really restorative, easy on the body, easy on the mind kind of day. I have all sorts of Black Friday stories, including taking my family ice skating one year and falling and shattering my wrist. That was a Very interesting holiday season, which I'll be writing about a little bit this year. Um, Last year was a particularly hard Black Friday. It was sort of the day that I really took in and realized that we were in a crisis with my daughter. And so this year, I was like, I'm just going to celebrate that we're out of that crisis. I'm going to celebrate where we are. And we're just going to have this like really restorative, great day. So I'm really excited for that. And we need a mattress. So I'm gonna look for I've given I'm gonna give myself like an hour in the morning with my husband before everything gets going to find a mattress and get a good deal because who doesn't want a good deal? And then I'm gonna shut my computer back off because what I find is that all of a sudden we can want all these things. Now, before Black Friday, I am gonna, I'm, I'm doing a training for you all on the third and the fourth about um holiday gift giving. And it's going to be less I know that some of you will have might have already done your shopping. So it will serve those of you who haven't and it will serve as sort of a filter for those of you who already have. And I will have done the work before Black Friday. So if there's anything on there that like really needs a Black Friday deal. Great. I'll look for it in that hour, but otherwise my computer is shut. And I feel like all those things are shiny objects every once in a while as well. In my business, if you're an entrepreneur, um, sometimes like the software I use have amazing black Friday sales or a class. I really want to take has black Friday sales. And so I document those um, and I will go look for that specific thing. So Just having some rules and a plan, I find, is super, super helpful. All right, so I think that's what I've got. Remember, you have the ability to choose, to make, to create, to decide, especially how you want to feel, even if you already have circumstances that you're going to be part of. And if you don't, really, you have a blank canvas of sorts and really take advantage of it. I will be talking about this even more over on Instagram. So if you want to come join the conversation, if you want to send me a direct message, feel free to do that. Feel free to join the live conversation on Instagram. Always feel free to email, whatever. But this is a time that I'm so passionate about and really want to be able to respond to whatever's going on. And again, sign up for your best holiday season ever. It's December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's three afternoons East Coast time. So, you know, three mornings West Coast time, three evenings in Europe, and between and all the in between times. So, come sign up for that. It's going to be truly amazing. And it's just going to take a lot of the concepts, even that I've been talking about today, and you're really going to. Um, feel them, plan them, do all the things so that for December and January, you're implementing that. All right. I'll see you on the next episode.